Attention audience, we're back. Another week, another movie, and this one's an interesting one. Um, we decided we were going to do something on Netflix, and I thought we were going to pick up a really, really good movie. Eric, what movie did we pick? <sighs> Eric. Hold on, I need a moment to get my thoughts and my process together um, to mentally prepare myself for the onslaught that is coming. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we reviewed Ava uh, for, for this week's episode. Ava, Netflix original movie, released on September 25th, 2020. Rated R, runtime of one hour and 36 minutes. And boy, howdy, does it feel like a whole lot longer than that, at least to me. <laughs> I, I, I will give you that. I'll give you that. Starring uh, Jessica Chastain, John Malkovich, and Colin Farrell. Directed by Tate Taylor. Um, who Tate Taylor, I'm not familiar with him off the top of my, uh, not the, off the top of my head, but when I was looking into it, he, uh, he was a producer on The Help, which I really like The Help. Um, but not much else that he's known for that I'm I'm super super familiar with. However, Jessica Jastain, John Malkovich, and um, uh, Colin Farrell, we should all know from many many things. Mm -hmm. All three of them, I absolutely love. I think they are phenomenal actors. I mean, Jessica Chastain, known for I mean, all the way back from Veronica Mars, I loved her all the way to uh, It Chapter Two. You know, mm -hmm. um, John Malkovich, anything. And yeah, pretty pretty much the same with Colin Farrell. Uh, but that's about it. It's like three really good actors, and 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 there's some other take other over from too, take but. over from here because it's going to be really hard for me not to okay. um okay. not to so, not to spoil during my rant. So I thought it was a decent movie. I mean, I'm not going to say it was one of the best movies. I'm not going to say it's one of the worst movies. Um, I thought it was pretty decent. It kind of reminded me of Extraction, and I feel like that's how this review is going to be. When we did re Extraction, we had mixed feelings on it. There were things we liked about it, things we didn't, and there was some controversy of whether it was a good movie or not between the two of us. I feel like this is going to be another one. Um, I agree. For an hour and a half movie, it definitely felt longer, uh, and there were times that I personally did the watch checking because there were some slow points in time. So I know it did not pass the watch test with you. And I can already tell it's not passing the rewatch test. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Um, but even with that said, I, I, there was things I did like about this movie. Um, and there was things that I obviously didn't like either. But before we get into spoilers with the whole movie, I, I will say that my opinion is like Extraction, this is a movie that I would at least give it a one try. Um, because I feel like there's... It was one of those movies where some people are really going to like it and some people might not. And I can see why from both sides of it. So, my recommendation is at least give it a try. Maybe not put it on the top of your list, put it somewhere on the middle or bottom if you've got nothing else to watch. But I would at least give it a one shot through just to see what your opinion would be. Uh, but again, that's just my opinion. Uh, anything else from you, Eric, before we jump into spoilers? Because I know you're dying to just the, jump the, into it. <clears throat> I, I, I absolutely don't recommend this movie. I don't think it's a good movie. I don't think it is watchable. 
I think the structure is 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 flawed. I th- nothing makes sense. It jumps from different story arcs. It, it suffers from a. It, it doesn't know what it is. You know, there's there there's parts of the movie where it really really wants to reach into an estranged family drama, and then there's parts where it's the born identity, and then there's parts where it's. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't, it never settles on what it is. And I'm all down for an assassin assassin movie where you have to deal with your your family and your own demons. But this never, Ava never sets on 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 anything anything that the any any basis of solid ground. It's a every scene is a constant jump from one story one story arc to another to another to another with zero resolution in any of them in any way shape or form. Um, very difficult to follow. Very ch- challenging film to to get into. I just yeah from from half an hour into this movie I I I realized I wanted this movie I wanted the ride to be over with. Um, and was hoping for redemption and never got it. So that is my spoiler-free uh, tirade on on Ava. I I really I, did not like this film. So at this point, you can either go watch the movie and follow on, or just listen to us and never watch the movie. It's up to you guys. Um, but I'm going to jump into spoiler because I want to hit on what you just said about the fact that it jumped all over the place. I definitely agree with you. It was one minute born identity one minute i don't know what movie mixed with a little bit of this and that but i and i don't know if this is maybe what they were trying to go for but i think the whole purpose of the movie was the fact is is that ava was unstable and it said that in the little collage in the beginning and it it mentioned it a couple of times where she was a really really good assassin top of her game kind of like jason Bourne, but something happened and she is now unstable so as long you know one minute she's okay but then you can tell that she's starting to unravel and that's why they're like okay well we need to get rid of her kind of like well jason Bourne got insomnia and doesn't know who he is so we need to clean this up and he's like one of the best so it's kind of hard to do i think that's kind of what they were going for and because of that the story jumped all over the place and i don't necessarily like the flow i will agree with you there where it went one minute crazy action audio picking up and then the next minute it's like awkward silence with the family like it it did kind of have a rough choppy water flow to it but i'm wondering if that's what they were going for because she was supposed to be unstable so like one minute she was you know killer instinct nothing could stop her and the next minute she was questioning life reaching for the bottle but she was you know because she was an alcoholic and an addict and then she was trying to quit and you know better herself and that she just kind of played that back and forth, back and forth, which they showed towards the end of the movie when she finally gives in and starts drinking and starts kind of losing it a little bit, laughing and crying and having that whole, like, mental breakdown scene. Now, I don't 100% know that's what that's what they're going for, but that's what I thought they were going for with the way the movie jumped all around. I don't necessarily know if I like it, but I think it does describe her character a little better, in my opinion. Man, you've got more faith than I do because I do not think that is any way, shape, or form what they were going for. I, I, I stand by it's, it's a movie that didn't know what story it wanted to tell. It, it, it didn't know if it wanted to be the born identity or, or if it wanted to be, you know, a, a family, you know, melodrama. And, and 
it never never succeeded in any way shape or form there's there there's the betrayal of of Ava by the organization makes little to no sense whatsoever the piss poor attempt to keep her in the game by John Malkaduke John Malkovich's character his character I loved he's that that fatherly figure that she 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 needed and I get that but the dynamic between him and and Colin Farrell made little sense it's a former protege that's now his boss but wants to take out Ava because she's not a loose cannon she's good at her job but she's just conflicted which i get cool if you want to tell that story that's fine you could have dug you know dug into her she's conflicted her alcoholism this that and the other thing but once you start involving the family stuff and the the untrusting mom and the fact that that ava's disappeared for eight years and people think she's a flight attendant or convention specialist or whatever the hell she mm-hmm. she does but yet she's allowed to come back to Boston being this assassin anytime she wants so her identity isn't a secret per se it's not a so she never truly feels like an assassin or a spy or someone that that lives in the shadows and she never feels like this this girl next door it, but the movie tries to portray it as 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 both. But I, I'm 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 tirading here. But once the family becomes involved, the point of the movie and the story is incredibly muddled and incredibly burned. There's this whole love triangle thing between between her and her sister and and Common, um, who's a rapper, right? Uh, yeah, I think he was at one point, and then he so. turned into an actor. Um, there's this whole love triangle between the three of them. And then they throw in out of nowhere this, and it it loosely ties in with the theme of addiction and, and, and dealing with your demons and all of this shit, which is a very, very loose thread storyline or loose, loose thread that ties all of these events together where common has a gambling problem and is owes money to this, this Asian mobster woman and then that kicks off this whole side story while another story is going on, while a story between Colin Farrell and, and John Malkovich is going on, and it just nothing makes sense. It just doesn't know what story it's trying to tell. It, it just it has zero identity, you know, despite being mm-hmm. very much influenced by Born Identity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I definitely thought that multiple times watching this movie. Like, this is definitely like Jason Bourne rewrite type deal. Um, but I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. The, the story could have been done better, um, or you know, lack of stories taking some of those out. Like, they didn't need to have the whole family issue. Like, I got it. You know, that her mom was, you know, in the hospital, and you know, she wanted a break from everything to kind of go back home, but. They could have done that a little better, you know, made it seem like, hey, there's a family emergency. I have to go back home. I don't want to, but I have to. That could have tied up things a lot better. They didn't have to go into a lot of detail with, you know, what had happened. Because I, I, I kind of liked the way that her past unraveled. So you find out why she left and all. Like, th- that makes sense as far as her mental breakdown type deal. But at the same time, they kind of strung it out in multiple ways. Like... Had they been telling a different story, that would have worked a lot better than this one. So I, I, I understand where you're coming from as far as the stories 
mixed matched all over the place, not really coming together well. Uh, they definitely could have fixed that. Um, I do think that their characters were, were good though, if that makes sense. Like I liked Ava's character. Um, I think she, you know, or the actress played a good job, uh, playing that unstable character and you know just same with colin farrell and uh malkovich and all them like i I liked their characters in the movie but i I do think you're right i think the the story itself is what suffers uh because i love the audio although like you said i mean there was jason Bourne moments where the audio kicks off and like you can tell um i really liked the muffled sound effects when she was starting to have her like mental like blackouts uh, I liked how those yeah, were put her, in. Where, so, where she was struggling with her alcoholism. Those, those, yeah, those, and like those, everything. Those sound effects were neat. Um, I will touch on, on on sound real quick. One thing I, I didn't like that I that I did have a problem. I did have a problem with um, the the few highlights, like the, the you know the alcohol alcoholic moment. Uh, sound effects were neat, but the overall sound mix for me didn't didn't work. It was it was the. Like the loud scenes were too loud and the quiet scenes were too quiet. It was one of those one of those movies I was constantly having to adjust the volume because uh, when, gotcha. when when things were loud they were too loud, and I would cut it down. And then when that scene's over, it's too quiet. So it was I, I'm constantly you know uh, uh, adjusting the um, the volume so I can make sure I can I, I hear and I understand everything that's 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 going on. So. I, that sound mix I, I kind of had a problem with. Re- very reminiscent of it's it's a it's a common thing with um, uh, as great of a filmmaker as as he is, Christopher Nolan movies struggle from that too, where when it's loud it's too loud, when it's soft it's too soft. Um, there's never that good that good middle ground. So, I mean, it's not something that it's it's very common in in filmmaking. It's just something that I that I noticed. It was very inconsistent when it came to the um, the. Oh, the it was. Level, it the was, sound levels. It was all over place. Because, I mean, like you said, I mean, one minute there'd be that awkward silence where little is said, but you can tell stuff was going on, which didn't quite work in this movie, but I get it. And then, like you said, the, the music would kick off, there'd be a fight scene or something going on, and it was like explosions everywhere, even though there was no actual explosions. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just super um, spiked on the audio level. So I, I definitely get that. I mean, that wasn't one of my favorites of the movie. I, I thought the music fit during those scenes. Um, and like I said, I liked the audio effects where things would get muffled out when she was tuning the world out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought those were kind of neat tricks to put into this movie um, here and there. But overall, yeah, I agree with you. It, it There was a lot of potential in this movie. And this is why I uh, related it to Extraction. Um, they had a lot of potential to do some really good stuff. Like the fight scenes I thought were decent. Um, you know, especially when her mission went bad and she was trying to escape and, you know, you could see kind of like the, um, assassin skills kick in and then some of the fight scenes later on, like you can tell where she was kind of holding back, but not really. Like I thought they were decent. I mean, there wasn't like extraction fighting scenes, but, um, I, I thought the choreography was decent in the movie. Um, different scenes like that. Yeah, that that the the one scene in particular of her, uh, I I call it the femme fatale scene where she's in you know she's in the red, um, the red dinner gown and she gets burned mm-hmm. and she's and she's escaping. That whole sequence I did really enjoy and and up into this up into you know a couple scenes after this, um, I was like, 
you know, this isn't none of the, none of this is great, but I was like, this is a fine Finn Fatale action movie up until then. And then after yeah, and then, then the family once, and all once everything else just became it became a totally different thing, it, it fell apart. But we're talking this scene, which is also the, the, the same dress that she's wearing in the in the in the poster, this scene takes place like fifteen minutes into the movie. You know, so it's not like we we get this awesome you know, secret agent being bur- or assassin being burned by their organization lead up in 15 minutes. And then the whole rest of the movie is what the fuck, you know? It, it, yeah, it, it definitely had a, a good start. Like when it first kicked off, I'm like, all right, this is going to be a good movie. And then it kind of like rough, you know, choppy waters, rough roller coaster, whatever you want to call it. It, it was all over the place. So I, I will say that. But that, um, that scene, that femme fatale scene with the, with the red dress, I, I did, I would say that is the the highlight action piece for the movie. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. That was probably the the best one out of all of them. Yeah. Um, I did like, however, the scene where she's running in the park at the nighttime and she gets attacked by the other or mm-hmm. the other agent that failed, and you know there was that little brush up between the two of them, and then she runs off and disappears, and he goes out looking for her, and she just comes out of the water. Yeah. I'm like, huh, that's kind of cool. And I was like, I didn't I didn't see that coming. I figured she was just gone and ran away. Yeah, I figured that, this would be another fight to continue later on. That I mean, it was cool, but I think it, something like that would have been cooler had we seen some sort of reference of her having that skill set earlier in the movie. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah like we 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 see that she's an avid swimmer, or we see you know something that would some sort of foreshadowing for it because it seemed to be just a moment of. Uh, we want to throw we want to throw something cool in. There wasn't really much logical backing behind it. That's true because you didn't see any, like ripples in the water or anything no. while he was walking around. It was just kind of like she disappeared and then poof, she comes out of the water. Yeah, because like yeah. I said, I, I thought she ran away and then she pops out of the water. I'm like, um, hmm. I was like, well, it's a cool scene. She just came out of the water and got the guy. I was like, he, you know, obviously it shows that she's the better person. But yeah, it would have been neat to either like see her kind of like under the water or something. You know, like, as he's looking around, just kind of see her, like, you know, under the water or, like, ripples, making it seem like she got in the water before. Something that would kind of show that. Yeah, it was a, um, it was a neat moment, but it was an unearned <clears throat> moment. And it just, it seemed out of place to me. Um, in that I'll, I'll give you that. It was a cool scene, yeah, but, yeah, it, it was a little out of place on that one. Yeah, it seemed something that was added in later on. Like, like I could I could see this this happening where the original writing was was she gets away and that guy reports back to you know Colin Farrell, and then and then that releases a whole new chain of events. And then and that's what deci- I thought it was going to be. And then they decided to go a different route and re, you know, added in that scene of him killing her and refilmed the dialogue of them referencing him dying later on, you know, with John Malkovich. Um, so it just it just kind of seemed out of seemed out of place. I I will say I did like the I did like the scene with uh Colin Farrell and John Malkovich when when he inevitably you know Colin Farrell inevitably kills uh Duke John Malkovich's character that whole scene was neat with the daughter running in and and them mm-hmm. you know putting their guns away and and having that little moment and then shit kicking off um you know with the older daughter getting ready to kill him and Colin Farrell's like no he's mine type deal 
which that older daughter, by the way, I can't remember her name. I think uh, Diane, Diane Reeves, maybe? Um, uh, Slivers. So, yes. She is... Um, she is Diana Slivers. She is the daughter in Netflix's Space Force with... Um, um, what's his name? <laughs> I, I skimmed her. Yeah, her, also, her also John, John Malkovich in. is also in Space Force, but... Um, I've yet to see that. Yeah, she's she's the daughter in, in, in that. And I think to all the boys I've loved before or, or some somewhat she's got a couple other movies that she's she's really good. I liked her. I thought she was underused underutilized in this movie. Um but I did I did instantly recognize her. Yeah, I, I agree. I like that fight scene between the two of them. Um I thought that was actually one of the better parts of the movie. And like I said, I thought the fight scenes were actually good all in all. Um I mean, even when Ava goes into uh, was it Tony's lair, essentially the the card gambling um, mob place, yeah. and like cleans house both times, give or take. Like even those, I thought were pretty decent. But I, I will say that the uh, Duke and Simon face off uh, over Ava was pretty good at the house. Um, I, I like the choreography there, and even when all that was said and done, what did you think about uh, before I get back onto this? kick of uh, choreography and all that stuff what did you think about the duke you know or simon winning that battle with duke and then we think duke's dead but then duke's still alive chained to a weight being thrown into the water (laughs) like i was like why is duke still alive wasn't he already dead (laughs) i i don't know because I don't see what the point of that was, other than to send. I, I didn't either. I mean, send like, her a message of, of, send her a message of her mentor being killed, to antagonize her, even though she knows she's snap or something. She knows yeah. she's already being hunted, <clears throat> and you know that you're going to kill her. So why? have any sort of interaction and then there was a there was a to kind of go into that there's there's a complete lack of payoff with the whole you know i'm going to tear out your uh, tell her that i'm sorry i couldn't be there when she tore out your heart yeah not that i was looking to her physically tearing out simon's heart not that i was looking for that but i was thinking like her killing the daughter, his family, or whatever, and there's even that Something, reference. There's, yeah. even, there's even that reference at the end, where he calls in the order to protect his family, calls his people when she's when she's you know following him, to put his family on guard, and then there's nothing. He she just shoots him in the head, and we're done. And then yeah. we see the scene of his daughter following her, on the same day that it happened, because she's still bloody with you know his blood. There was no reason That's, for that. It's that just wasn't to set up the sequel, Eric. It wasn't code for anything. It was nothing. It, it just didn't make sense. Didn't make it's sense just, at all. It's just it's just for the sequel. No, no, no sequel, dude. No sequel. <laughs> Hard no. Pass. Pass. No. Pass. Pass. I, since we were on that scene, I, I will say, I, I these were the scenes I liked. I liked the choreography, the fighting scenes. Like I loved the whole towards the end there when she finally gives in drinks starts losing it and then simon shows up and there's that big fight scene in in the bedroom where it's like okay everything's going on and simon goes wow i, I realized what i did wrong here i went after someone who's 
finally given into the bottle after eight years, so is not on the top of her game and is still kicking his ass. She's like, I'm going to walk away from this. I'll see you later. She's like, yeah. no, no, you're not walking away. Yeah, why? No, why yeah. did he walk away? There, there, there was no point in walk away. No, no. But I she will could say, have killed him right there. That The whole done, him walking away did nothing. No, it did yes. nothing. But I will say that when, when he counter his whole point, though, the whole movie. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. It could have been written so much better. But I did like the scene where he like jumps over the bridge, and you don't even hear her jump. You just see her walk around the corner, and she's like, "You do realize that you're not getting away because she's not running after him. She's just slowly walking, shoots him in the leg, and just sits down, and stares at him. And goes, guess what? You're gonna die. Plain and simple." Yeah. Count to five. One, boom, you're dead. Okay. Yeah. I'm gone. See ya. I will say, pro- probably my favorite part of this movie was uh, shout out to uh, the, 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 the wardrobe for, for Colin Farrell. The man, mm-hmm. the, man, the man rocks a turtleneck, and I love the hair and mustache combo. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was going to say, I mean, I, I like the little weird person. I'm like, no, nope, nope, I like that. That's, I don't know. Well, and see, the other thing is, is, and this will hit back towards uh, Project Power when we did our review there. Management, right? Management seemed like it was Colin Farrell and Malkovich. But that wasn't management. So, I mean, it's like, well, you know, we spoke to management. Colin Farrell's making all the calls. He's dead now. So who's going to come after her? Why well, is she bailing Colin out her Farrell, family and running? Colin Farrell was management because he refers to him like when he's on the phone talking with people it's like manager code three one zero zero four well yeah yeah <clears throat> or the other people are operator code or, or or agent code or whatever they say it is so he is quote unquote management for the sake of this movie you know yeah but or at they least make this it seem line like assassins well and that's the thing that's what i was getting at it's like they make it seem like he is top of the line and now he's gone so what does she have to worry about but at the same time she's you know bail you know getting all this money giving it to her sister telling her to take her mom and leave you know leave town and don't you know don't hear from me she, you know she's going on the run because now she's gonna be hunting even more and it's like wow you just took out the the leader of the organization so who are you running from now <laughs> you know your handler's dead because you know uh simon killed him and then you killed simon because he killed your handler and other than his daughter, who has no skills at all or very minimal, she, is she's, you. she's she's running from his daughter, who she doesn't know exists, and who her father never thought she could do the job anyway because there was that whole side side beyond side beyond side story <laughs> of in the corner of him not respecting women that work in the assassin field despite recruiting his own daughter from a previous marriage and she struggles with that because she sees herself as a half member of the family <laughs> with the with the son that we never see and the little girl that we only see during the John Malkovich scene and bleh. <laughs> it's all going to be summed up in the sequel Eric they'll give you more answers in the sequel I don't want answers I just want a movie that I just want a movie that follows a, 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 a clear thread throughout. You can deviate and you can tell interesting character side stories and, and anecdotes and, and fun little backstory tidbits, but you need a theme. You need something that ties everything through. 
and one, this one theme. And this doesn't have that at all. It no. deals with alcoholism. It deals with 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 you know feminism. It deals with father issues. It deals with weird love triangle stuff. It deals with you being betrayed and and not knowing who you are and your inner demons and it deals with all these different things and none of them make sense none of them tie add anything to this movie at all they're not committed to in any way you know it's i have a really i really had a hard time getting through this movie i really did no, and I get it. I mean, it does. It does have multiple movies put into one. And I, I think that the biggest issue with this movie was the... I don't, want, I don't know if it's necessarily the writing or just how it was done, but the overall story in general. Uh, I agree that they had multiple different stories, which I liked individually. That, that I think that's the hard part. You know, I liked the family story arc drama... I liked the fact that she was, you know, this top assassin struggling, uh, struggling with, you know, um, alcoholism and all that. And, you know, obviously I liked all the Jason Bourne feel to it. But you're right. They don't flow good together. And that's like the choppy water I was talking about where it was like up, down, up, down, all over the place. Had they done separate movies, um, they would have done a lot better. Or, like you said, taken out half of this stuff. They could have been a much better movie. So this, I, I, de- I definitely, definitely agree with you. But I, the sad thing is, is I liked those individual arcs. I just don't like the fact that they're all put together in the same movie. This could have been a really tight 45-minute story about a loose, can- a, a, loose, a loose cannon assassin that has been betrayed by her organization, sees, sees her handler as a follow- father figure that has helped her deal with alcoholism done that's it yeah you could have done you could have told that story and you could there is a there is that movie in this movie if you if you cut scenes down and chop things up and 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 just slice and dice this this movie to bits and recut it together you could probably get a really good tight 45 minutes that makes sense you you probably could but Instead, we got this. And granted, yes. forty-five minutes does not make a feature film. Forty-five minutes is is an is an episode. But that's my point. Like this is they. But you know what? This isn't I think a movie. It's, that would have been a better way. They could have turned this into like a little mini, like four eight episode mini series, and I think they would have done a good job with it. Because I mean, think about it. Had they started with like you just said that action. Hey, the company uh, is trying to burn her. She's out. She's trying to figure out what's going on. After all that's said and done, now she's got to go back to her family that she hasn't seen in eight years. And now we're over getting the drama of the sister and the ex and all that stuff in another episode. Then, you know, like that would have been so much better than all that it wants. Like that would have even been a great. I'd watch that TV series where it's like, okay, cool. You still have more faith than I do in this. Well, no, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, like, I, I agree with you. Had they chopped it up and, like you said, did a 45-minute and just turned it into a TV series, that I think they would have more potential no. because they wouldn't have all been thrown in there's, like it was. They there's not separate. even enough. There's not even enough meat in this to be a mini series, man. It's, it's well, no, obviously you would add more episodes. I'm just saying, you, a, like, you cut it in. 
45 minutes is all you get for me. I can, <laughs> you can chop this up and make a pretty, a pr- not a good, an okay 45 minute assassin femme fatale action with a, with a splash of backstory with the alcoholism element. And it would be, it would be an okay tight 45 minutes. That is the best possible scenario I see for this movie when it comes to the writing um, and, and, and the way everything was, was, was spread out. It, it, yeah, that's the best case scenario for me. All right. Yeah. I, I know there's not much more we can get into no, this movie. I no. mean, it's plain and simple. It, it has its flaws. Heavily. <laughs> but I still think there's going to be people out there that do enjoy the movie for different reasons. Whether it's oh, of course. Like, like extraction. They're just going for the action or they're going for a specific purpose. Even though the movie is a rough ride. And being an hour and a half feels like two hours plus. Um, I still think that someone out there might enjoy. It. So I'm I'm really interested in seeing when we get to the comments how many people actually enjoyed this movie, didn't enjoy it, or what they did or didn't like about it. But what do you have, if any, trivia from this? Because I I know you're you're holding out on something, right? Um, honestly, no. With this being a, a... <laughs> No, there's no trivia. <laughs> no, no. And, well, and also with the you got to remember with our past ones with these Amazon uh, you know, originals, there there's there's normally not too much trivia Netflix. for or uh, excuse me, Netflix originals. Yeah, there's true. usually not too much trivia for them. They're mostly just kind of one and done. Um. So I mean, other than I mean, Jessica Chastain and her sister, I know were both in Veronica Mars, so that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Diana Silvers and Jaga Makovich were both on Space Force, which that's a thing that we already yeah. talked about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's um, that's it. There's there's really not that not any trivia in particular on this. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I, I will I will say this before we before we do the wrap up. Film, like anything in life and any form of art, is is entirely based on opinion. So if you enjoyed Ava, for the love of God, let me know and tell me why, because I would love. <laughs> I would love to hear reasons why this would 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 reach somebody in a specific way that it didn't re- you know reach me. Maybe it's the whole dealing with the alcoholism thing. Maybe it's the whole you relate to the family issues thing. Whatever the case may be, let us know. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to because I, I I feel like this is probably the one movie that we've reviewed since we started doing Friday Films that I have butchered the most and not in a funny way not with me cracking jokes because i legitimately did not like this movie at all this is easily (laughs) this is easily the worst movie we have reviewed in my opinion um and that's the thing like i i i I don't know if it'd be the worst because we've done some really really good movies um so it probably would be on the lower side of that totem pole and it might be the worst just because i like the others better but i didn't think it was that horrible of a movie but i did not think it was a great movie (laughs) so i am a little above you but i I mean i'm not gonna say it was like one of the best movies like there was things i definitely liked about it and it definitely had more potential but i think it fell short um, which, if you look at our lower-reviewed movies of this season, it's kind of like all of them combined into one, so that makes sense. 
Goodness. Yeah, you look at Project Power, Extraction, and I forget what the other yeah, Gemini was. Man. Gemini, Gemini Man. Man. Yeah, there you go. That, that was actually re- I was thinking about that when I was like, oh, hey, the agency's turned against her. It's like Gemini Man, but without the clones and more Jason Bourne, and I don't know what's going on. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a it's a, a tough fight for the bottom of the the review list, yeah. but um, the, hopefully I, someone out there might like. A I will back. say I will end this with by saying one good one good thing other than Colin Farrell's turtleneck, you know, <laughs> the mustache and the mustache, the uh, the the, and I may have already said this at the beginning. The acting was not a problem. The acting in this no, movie the acting was, really was good. good. All three of the may the the leads, and even some of the other ones, phenomenal too. actors. Yeah, and even even some of the other ones are. We're fine. So the acting in this movie wasn't the problem. It was literally everything else. <laughs> yeah, it was just the way the story was cut together with all the different arcs and everything all together. That was the main issue that for us killed this movie. Yeah. Um, and again, others out there might like it. But with that being said, um, I know we, you and I had talked about switching things up for next week's movie because we've stuck with Netflix and... Hulu and and so on, but um, I know your recommendation for next week's was to go yes. with a different streaming device. Yes, indeed, we are uh, we are embracing the the newest of the many many streaming platforms that are available out there. Uh, HBO Max, which came out sometime in 2020, I think it was early to mid 2020. Um, we're embracing HBO Max, so we will be reviewing Wonder Woman 1984. So this will be our first superhero movie that we have uh, that we have reviewed in Friday Films. Uh, I mean, unless you count Project Power. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but this will be but, I mean, this, this will be, be our one... first mainline superhero movie that we've reviewed during uh, during Friday Films. Yeah, and see that it ties into other franchise movies. Yeah. So, if you have uh, HBO Max, feel free to join us for Wonder, Wo- Wonder Woman 1984 next week. If not, you can sign up for a free seven-day trial and watch it that way. So, with that said, if you liked my tirade and jo- Jordan's noble attempt to defend <laughs> Ava from my fury and wrath... On this episode of Friday Films, you can follow us on any social media platform, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Presents. Let us know what you thought of Ava. Let us know which camp you fall in. If you if you see the potential and you, and you relate to things in this movie that actually impact you in a, in a, in a, in a, in a deep and meaningful, meaningful way, let us know. Always excited to hear you guys' opinions of the movies. And once again, leave comments let us know what you think about the show and let us know what you want us to review next we are constantly on the lookout for new films and try and stretch our stretch and broaden our spectrum through all various streaming platforms and all different types of movies um so we're open for pretty much pretty much anything so let us know on any social media platform at who do presents very very true and i will say i'm excited for next week now that we're doing wonder woman uh, because, like you said, this is the very first one that we're doing outside of like James Bond, because we did the whole James Bond franchise. But this is the first movie that we're doing that's part of a franchise, but we're not actually reviewing the whole franchise. So I'm excited to see a standalone movie, part of a franchise, that we can compare to the rest of the franchise, if that makes sense. Without going into every single movie of the franchise. 
Yeah. <laughs> However, that being said, if the audience wishes for us to get into this franchise, I would not mind getting into a superhero franchise. Granted, there's, I mean, I'll be the first one to admit there's some, there, there are some stinker of DCEU movies, but. True, but I did not say just DC, I said superheroes. That's so true. I'd be fine with changing up to other superheroes too. Uh, but the DC, Marvel, anything else that would be superhero related, I would be happy to get into and do more reviews. Um, so f- until we hear from all the heroes out there who want to uh, unite and help us through these lovely movie reviews, we're going to let the credits roll. <laughs> 